Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We have a full plate. Full board, full rack of sports to get to. And that does put me in much better spirits. And the Yankee result, which had me very agitated and very annoyed. Let's just say that result was like the roller coaster of emotions. Five nothing thing, and it's going to be a layup. Then yelling and screaming that J Hap can't get an out. Then wondering what in the world Aaron Boone was doing as far as bullpen management. And then we got some clarity to that after. We found out about Tommy Canley and the undisclosed absence. So, of course, now you're speculating maybe it's an injury in this pandemic world that we live in. Maybe it is COVID. So, no answers quite yet on what's going on with Tommy Canley. But when the Yankees yucked up the lead in the bottom half of the eighth inning, I was like, wow, this is going to be a miserable night. And I thought I'd be coming on the air roasting Aaron Boone. Not going to do that now. That's why... You always have to be mindful and you always have to be aware of what you hear in the post-game presser as like we read, react, and watch a game. Because trust me, I was boiling. I was hot. I was heated. I was ticked off. I was just wondering why Jonathan Loisaga would get a third inning of relief. Well, now we know why Jonathan Loisaga got a third inning of relief. But the good news for the Yankees... They were playing the Baltimore Orioles. And when you play the Baltimore Orioles, good things usually tend to happen for the Yankees. And a G.R. Shell walk, a D.J. LeMayu single, and then a three-run blast off the bat of Aaron Judge. Judge turning on the fastball. Judge hitting the ball with authority. Judge looking like he's ready to rock and roll here in 2020. And now the Orioles have lost 18 consecutive games to the New York Yankees. Let that sink in for a moment. The Orioles have lost 18 consecutive games to the Yankees. That is one of the longest winning streaks versus an opponent in the history of baseball. 21 in 1927 for the Yankees over the St. Louis Browns. 
So the Yankees win three more games, they could tie a franchise record. We'll see if they do that against Baltimore. And by the way, those records, 1919 was the 16 against the Philadelphia A's, 1938-39, and 1927. So it speaks to how bad a baseball team the Baltimore Orioles are, and it speaks to what kind of team the Yankees are running out there. But Yankees doing what they're supposed to do, a little bit more unnecessary drama than you would normally like. But hey, a win is a win. And now the Yankees get ready for the Boston Red Sox. And that is where we will now pivot. And we'll get to the Boston Red Sox and the New York Mets. Because when we were having a conversation on Wednesday morning. Do you remember what the narrative was? The narrative was simple. The Mets had won two games up at Fenway Park. Their lineup had done a pretty damn good job of scoring a whole lot of runs. And you had your two best pitchers lined up where I said, bare minimum, you better go and get a split of those two games. And to be honest, you should find a way to win both because Boston is that bad. Now, maybe it's the law of averages. And maybe it was just due to the fact that Boston sooner or later was going to win a couple of games. But they took the good feeling of the Monday-Tuesday result and completely flushed it down the toilet with Wednesday's effort and Thursday's effort. And let's start here, okay? I know what the lead is going to be. I know what the back page of the paper is going to be. I'm well aware of the fact that most of our calls tonight from Mets fans are going to be J.J. Edwin Diaz stinks. J.J. Edwin Diaz cannot close. Edwin Diaz cannot handle New York. And Edwin Diaz, Robbie Cano, is going to go down as one of the worst trades in the history of the New York Mets franchise. I am well aware we're going to get all that. And guess what? You guys would be a thousand percent right. We'll get to Diaz momentarily. But let's start here. As bad as Diaz may be, the Met lineup, against Martin Perez and the cast of thousands that the Red Sox were trotting out. Workman for a second straight night. Barnes, who's throwing like 35, 40 pitches in the bottom half of the eighth inning. That Red Sox bullpen should not be shutting down the Mets the way that they did. The Mets' inability to get a big hit in a Big spot with runners on base was infuriating over the last two days. And if there is, for me at least, one poster child to look at his poor quality of at bats in these sort of situations on Wednesday and Thursday, Michael Conforto came up with a chance to be the hero. Conforto came up last night, and I remember roasting him last night. Workman couldn't throw a strike. Guy was all over the place. No command, no control, no feel. Bases loaded, 2-0 count, and Conforto swinging, hacking away 2-0 when you got a pitcher who can't throw a strike. That's an inexcusable approach at the plate. Now, let's take it to Thursday night when the Mets were threatening against Matt Barnes where you get Alonzo hit by a pitch, 
where you get a J.D. Davis single and Pete Alonso wisely pushing the limit, testing Kevin Pillar, who was sleeping, basically thinking there's no way in the world Alonso's going to try to get the third on me. Well, he did. And you got first and third with one out and Conforto up at the plate. I'm sorry. He's got to get that running. Second straight night, Conforto has come up with a chance to be the hero, and he has failed, and he has failed miserably. Conforto has talent. I've always been a fan of his swing. He's got pop. Talked about this a couple days ago. He should be a better player than he is. It's not to say he's a bad player. He's not. He should be a better player than he is. And he has not been a good man as far as hitting in the clutch. No, he got that walk-off hit against the Nationals last year. Conforto, in a lot of big situations, can be pitched to. And he just doesn't scare me in those situations. That's really the best way to look at it. Like, if you're an opponent and you're going up against Conforto with the game on the line, he's not keeping me up at night. It's not going to be as tough and out as a McNeil or an Alonzo. And that's credit to those two guys. Understandable. But Conforto, runners on base. Come on, man. Hit a sack fly. Yesterday, don't be swinging for the downs 2-0 when you got a pitcher who can't throw a strike. That is a storyline that is going to get lost in this game here on Thursday. 1-10 for with runners in scoring position. 9 left on base. That is bad situational hitting. They had a chance with Conforto. They had a chance with Jimenez. They had a chance with a runner on base with Pete Alonso, and he ended up striking out there in the game. Brutal, brutal offensive outputs. Now let's get to the gift that keeps on giving. And I don't say that in a good way for the, you guys who are listening who are Mets fans. I say that for me as someone who is always thirsty for Sports Talk Radio material. Edwin Diaz is just one of those guys that is just going to light it up, and he's going to light it up for all the wrong reasons. Edwin Diaz can't pitch in New York. I think we are coming to that conclusion more and more and more with each passing day. And if you go back to Saturday, when Diaz served up the game-tying home run to Marcelo Suna, the Mets and Diaz and everybody involved could basically give you the spin zone of stuff's still good. He's making his pitches. The command is there. Got beat. Got beat by a good hitter, and what are you going to do? You cannot spin that watching the ninth inning with Edwin Diaz on the mound against the Boston Red Sox because it was one of those innings, and if you were watching the broadcast on Fox, John Smoltz and our buddy Kevin Burkhardt We're all over it. He was beyond lost mechanically. Beyond lost. He had no idea where the ball was going. That slider command was a total mess. He's basically flying open with his, you know, mechanics, and that's why his pitches are all over the place. And Edwin Diaz threw 30-something pitches, Hit Jose Peraza to send in a run. And 
is not exactly someone who is inspiring confidence a week into the year. Because Edwin Diaz blew a save on Saturday, and now he pitches in the ninth inning, gives up a run. It could have been way worse. Paul Seawald actually kind of salvaged things a little bit by coming in and getting a couple outs and not giving up another run. But how can anybody with a straight face honestly sit there and tell you that as a Met fan, you have confidence with Diaz in the ninth inning? From what I've seen over the first week of the year, and it is not even close, the stuff for Familia, the overall look and feel of Familia has looked drastically better than Diaz. I don't know how many more of these performances you need to see if you're Luis Rojas. The more and more you see, the more and more it becomes painfully obvious that Edwin Diaz is going to end up as one of those guys who can't handle New York. Like, does anybody envision a happy ending here? Now, listen, I'll be the first to admit I'm dead wrong. If in a year from now, Edwin Diaz is great with the Mets and he's closing out games and we're laughing about, you know, these first two years, but he's basically picking up right where he left off a season ago. And that season ago was an embarrassment, okay? He doesn't even have to deal with the pressure of dealing with the fans. He doesn't even have to deal with 20 reporters in front of his face. Even with all these, you know, different restrictions and this and that is going on. Diaz can't pitch. Can't get anybody out. You got to lead tomorrow or later on tonight against the Atlanta Braves. You're telling me you'd want Edwin Diaz out there causing the game? No way. You know, we talked about this earlier, right before, you know, baseball got going. That look. There will be a point in time where Edwin Diaz has to start the year as the closer because your bullpen will flow a lot better if he's there. I subscribe to that theory. I also subscribe to the theory that he better have an incredibly short leash. He has not earned any sort of benefit of the doubt here in a Met uniform because the minute he's put on a Met uniform, he has stunk up the joint. Is Diaz's performance the number one reason they lost this game tonight? No, it's not. But can you honestly tell me, moving forward, you want him over the weekend, ninth inning, one-run lead against the Atlanta Braves, who, by the way, starting to find themselves against the Tampa Rays, and now the Mets got to play four games against that team? Edwin Diaz is a nightmare. And this is a very disappointing end to this four-game series for the Mets. You win the first two games, Waka pitches well, Peterson pitches well. To lose the DeGrom game, to lose the Mats game, and to see the offense perform like this and to see Diaz perform like this, it is not ideal. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.